Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome back to the Shadowhunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. We have missed you so much. Tonight, we're going to be breaking down the Season 3 premiere. Season 3, Episode 1, titled On Infernal Ground. We're going to be talking fairies, demons, love triangles. Can't wait. We'll see you soon. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ooh. Hello, Shadow Squad. Like I said, we've missed you terribly. This is The Hunt, and this is also the AfterBuzz TV Shadowhunters After Show. Thanks for tuning in. I am your host, Sam Davidson. Next to me, I have three of my favorite people ever. Here I have Becca Brown in the live chat. Hi. Dakota T. Jones. What's up, guys? And our newest Shadow Squad member, Ali Nasta. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. I cannot even wait. So fun. Yeah. I'm so happy. Ali might be even more excited than all of us, and you guys know how amped we get. Yes. Let's talk about some overall thoughts for our return, because it has been such a long time. Actually, pause. I want to go back. Allie, I want to hear a little bit about you and your experience with this show. Okay, so uh, 100% up front, I had heard so much about the show, and I was like, all right, I need a new show to watch, and so I think it was... I, like, I can't even remember. I think it was like a year ago now. I think it was over the summer. And I just started binging. I started watching one episode. And I would legitimately like tell my roommates, like, I'm going to go to bed. And I would go and watch five episodes a night. And I binged the entire two seasons. And I would text Sam and be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And yes. I'd freak out. I even like recently went to the library and bought like got the book so I could read the books. So I, guys, am a huge freaking fan. And I'm so honored to be here. Yeah. And so, basically, I am all about Team Clace, and I, I, from the get-go, knew that Valentine was lying. I will, that I was definitely on that, I did not believe him there. And then, obviously, gotta love Hashtag Malik. Of course. And what did you think of tonight's episode, overall? I jumped and screamed a lot. There was a lot of gore, which, I feel like, obviously, sometimes it's, like, not, like, they don't show the blood as much, Mm -hmm. it's more like they just disappear and it's sparkly. But they showed a lot of gore tonight, so that was kind of different but also really exciting to see Clace finally together but I'm also kind of sad because obviously something's not right yeah mm. Yeah. Definitely. I, well, you should have seen it whenever she was watching the episode. She was like clinging on to me for dear life. She was like shouting to God and like and like the people in the studio were looking at her like, yo, I let's did just scream a couple times and I, it was uncontrollable. Yes. No, I, I thought the episode was amazing. It was so great. I actually had to watch season two finale today just to kind of catch up because it's been too. so long. Yeah. So um, I just really love to see where the show is going and obviously it picked up right where it left off and I just can't wait to be back. We're so excited. So thank you guys for being here. I reminded him to watch the season two finale. Yes, you did. <laughs> and to take all the credit. I'm glad you did too, because there's, there's a lot that happened. Yeah, yeah, there is. And it was nice to refresh my memory before. And I don't know. 
the demons in this episode. I was very impressed. Mm. Yes. That freaks me out the, so much. The neck turn. Well, yeah. Oh. I'm thinking back to season one and like the first episode and all the special effects have gotten so much better mm. in the show. And we keep saying that. But like this season, I I don't know. I'm just scared to death. I know. All of the demons. Like they're going to haunt me in my sleep. Yeah, let's not hope so. The <laughs> no, not you specifically, but I mean, you know, it's good when scary creatures are that good on TV that oh, you yeah. actually have nightmares. But it's compelling. Not is, for us. But yeah. that is something about this show that you legit I I had scary dreams every night after I <laughs> watched this. I'm not kidding. Like Shadowhunters was like my I was like it was infiltrating my life. Yeah, I completely understand. <laughs> uh, it takes you show. into a different world just like Simon was oh. this episode. I want to talk about Simon first. Mm-hmm. I This was, I think, my favorite part of the episode, even though it wasn't, like, the main part. Him serenading, you know, yes. the fae, the fairies. The Seelie Queen. Um, the Seelie, yes, the Seelie Queen, and I love how Simon at first Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline said, you know, why am I here? So you can serve me food and I can serenade you? (laughs) It's like, really, isn't that every man's dream? (laughs) What did you guys think about the whole situation? I mean, it didn't seem as bad as he kind of, like, made it out to be. It seemed like he'd be a little bit more tortured. Yeah. But it is kind of, obviously, he doesn't want to be stuck down there forever. Right. And he's he's got, like, an agenda that he's pushing. He has to save the Downworlders and he's worried for everyone's safety. And, of course, he has Maya that he doesn't want to see um, die. So he's right. got alter- ulterior motives going into this other realm. And I think that he's just like, they're on a mission. He's like, look, I'm done with you feeding me and giving me massages and letting me sing to you. Let's get down to business. Yeah. I just, I think the Seelie Queen frustrates me. I mean, I like somewhat, like the Seelie Queen's one of those people you want to hate, but you love her at the same time. <laughs> what? You know no. what I mean? She's a scary child. She's, no, but like, I feel <laughs> but like she's, she's so, adorable. Ca- like she's so compelling and like she convinces me when she's talking mm-hmm. and you almost feel like she's going to keep you safe. You know what I mean? Like she, yeah. I feel like she's going to keep you safe. She won't. But, yeah, no, she, <laughs> I know, I know. But it's also at the same time because, like, it's only because he she loves Simon and she wants the best for Simon. So that's why I see the good in her in this, like, this portion. Well, okay. I think she wants the best for Simon because she needs him for some reason. True. As a key to something, you know. They branded him. And I wrote it down and I was like, is that what branding is? And he's like, did you brand me? Like, yes. I like the yes. David Bowie joke. Yes. Uh, you know, David Bowie, who might have <laughs> like, been down there, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what other superstars were done. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. I agree with I agree kind of with Ali on that because like the world is so magical and it looks like like butterflies should be flying around and stuff and I'm just like Ooh, I want to go visit sometime. Becca would get, get lost in that. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, Becca would have no hope. She would never get out. Well, where was my invite when Simon was singing? Well, like, me, and, me and Dakota I'm, I'm would be dead. like, we got to go back and get these schools. <laughs> we got to go back. Allie and Becca <laughs> would be just in the trenches dancing. But I also would keep her, you need to keep her like five <laughs> steps away at the same time because obviously you're right. The Those fangs. Always has, yeah, she always has an ulterior motive and is very manipulative. 
manipulative, and she knows how to get what she wants, and obviously we saw that happen, because there's no reason, there's no reason she would let Simon go that easy. When he just ran off, I was like, nah, this isn't, this isn't the end of it. What did he think was gonna happen? I don't know. I'm like, girl, the branch is gonna come out of the ground and grab your ass. Like, <laughs> it's gonna happen. But, like, also, if I wouldn't have let Simon go either if you had just, like, serenaded me, so I don't, I, like... I'm kind of on But I think after page. she branded him, like, she needed him to go back out into the world yeah. to do something with... Mm. This is... Maybe it's, like, an, an eye. You know? Maybe it'll... Oh, my God. It's, like, Ooh. a camera, almost. And okay. Guys, yeah. in the chat, the so we, you know, you know, we only... Some of us only read the first books. Uh, Allie is maybe going to read them, but is this a part of the books? Do you guys know, uh, by chance, what the Seely Queen did to Simon? Let us know, because a lot of times people know more than we mm-hmm. do. They'll be like, so, actually, and we'll be like, well, the book, thank you. Yeah, we're like, just stop making us go down a crazy rabbit hole when you already know what's going to happen. Um, of course, Spoiler there, there's Maya and Simon. We get a nice moment. Hopefully, they will continue to be a thing. I love how Maya, you know, called him a sweet, adorable, like, stupid. Yeah. You know. Well, I like that they're finally, too, having a conversation with trust and, and honesty because I feel like we've kind of had a push and pull with them, having to feel like they needed to protect themselves. And we're finally, this is the first real interaction where we're seeing 100% honesty with each other, which is really refreshing to kind of start the season off that way. Because obviously, there's probably way more intense drama that's going to happen, and it's good that they're starting off strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but you never want to start off strong in the season, because it's by true. the end... You're torn apart. <laughs> you'll be torn apart. Uh, next, let's talk about a Malik. Some Malik love. They're so cute. I knew something was up with Magnus, though, because he was, there was something, it wasn't their initial spark. Like, obviously, we saw it at the end, but he was, like, not making eye contact with Alec for a reason, and so I could tell something was holding holding him back. So, he's still a warlock, mm-hmm. but just not the head. Not mm-hmm. the high warlock. Or the, like the what do they call it? The Yeah, the high warlock yeah, of, of just Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. I yeah. mean... It's crazy there's that many warlocks out there. There needs to be one just for Brooklyn. I thought that conversation was a little awkward because I was expecting um, Alec to be a little bit more concerned that, like, you know, Magnus wasn't the head, you know, warlock anymore. I I figured, I mean, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, are you okay? But I figured he'd be more like, oh, let me see what I can do. Like, let me try to pull some strings and get your job back type of deal. I know that he may not be able to do that, but I was just like, oh, wow, like, they're gonna make this work, and maybe that's maybe that's good. Maybe they were just trying to like brush another rug and be like, you know what? We always put business before you know our love for each other. So let's just kind of forget about that for now and just focus on us. Yes. So I, it I, seemed like they were kind of doing yeah. that. They didn't want to talk about business. They and we saw like no, as the episode played out, they were they were able to finally connect and be a little bit more like not so you know stressed. Well, I don't know what the whole stress part because I could see they they both were trying to figure out all right what's going to come first. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they both didn't come together in that first moment and realize they wanted each other first. They both wanted someone to kind of decide for them mm-hmm. what was going to be the right decision. Um, but I do kind of agree with with Alec. I would have assumed with him in the past, like he would have jumped on the fact to be like, "This is not okay. You're worth way more. We need to definitely like put you um, higher up back into your position." It mm-hmm. is. It is not like Alec to just kind of let something like that be so minuscule on his list. And mm-hmm. also for him to be getting this high honor, it doesn't seem like him also to kind of deny something like that. I mean, I'm going to be honest. We'll get into the clarity of it in a little bit. The clarity of it. <laughs> the clarity of it. But 
I, from my opinion of Idris and, you know, the council and all this, it's not really a good thing. I don't Mm -mm. want any of our people to be a part of it. You know, I know that uh, the Lightwoods are a family that always have these roles, but... I, what I like about these characters that I think is unique about this storyline as opposed to all the other generations is that they have stepped out of it mm-hmm. and are exploring other things, becoming friends with different kinds of mythological creatures and making their own Shadow Squad. Yeah. So, I mean, no. are you guys with me that you don't want Alec to do this? No, yeah. definitely no. not. But I just was saying, because in the in the past, he has been so, no, this is what I've wanted, and he stuck to it. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of waiting for that push and pull and kind of waiting for that fight but I think you can kind of tell they are over the whole not being able to be together they're ready for the to just be them I agree and I think it was it was really nice that um instead of like waiting until Alec took the position and then Magnus being like oh I wish you wouldn't have and then Alec being like why didn't you tell me I love that they've gotten to a point in their relationship where they can be honest with each other and he's like you know what like I really don't want you to do this I get that you might have to for yourself but I just wanted to state to you that like I feel like I would rather you not communication communication I'm so that communication is something that they've like struggled with so hard in the past two seasons is just communications because they both want to be the strong one and you're on the inside as a, as an audience are like just say it you know like you really want them to say it all these characters though on the show struggle with that yeah, yeah. like they keep telling lies to each other and I'm like. I think that's like a whole, like that's a whole setting in itself. I think everyone in life has problem with communication. It's a I big so key factor in what plays out in today. So I love mm-hmm. that they're touching on that in the show, and we can kind of see the struggles and see people overcome that. Yeah, it's relatable. I want to make sure we bring up uh, Raphael, you yes. know, before we change subjects because there's stuff going on with him. He goes to Magnus to ask for this tranquilizer. I can never say that word. Tranquilizer. Yeah. Guess what, guys? Now I can say Magnus. (laughs) (laughs) Not Magnus. If you don't remember the first season, Magnus. (laughs) (laughs) And I tried so hard. Uh, But that word, tranquilizer. Yes. Uh, (laughs) He was was asking for it. You know, Magnus automatically asked who it was for. And he said himself he's been struggling so much. And at first I felt bad for him. And then I, you know, realized, because the relationship between Magnus and Raphael is very, like, organic. They go back years, 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 like, so many years. How many years do you think? Hundreds? Hundreds, yeah. Yeah. I can't count. Well, wait, Raphael still has his grandma. That many numbers. (laughs) Uh, No, I think Raphael's maybe close to 100-ish. No, maybe a little younger, but a very, very long time. Yeah. Uh... And it's not for him, we find out. It's for somebody else. Did we see the person? Because I was writing a note, and then I looked up. and Remember, they were down in that basement. It was dark. It It was a woman, correct? Yeah. And he said it was basically for Rosa, but it definitely was not Rosa. It was a younger. Unless he's been trying to make Rosa younger in some way. No, he said it was um, for him because he was so sad that Rosa was going to die soon. And he he couldn't sleep. And I was like, wait, vampire? sleep in this show? I forget. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've I talked to you guys about this before where, you know, I was a big Vampire Diaries fan and a True Blood fan, and there's always so many different rules for each sets of vampires, yeah. so... You get them mixed up sometimes. I, well, I don't remember that these ones sleep, but... Yeah. Me either. <laughs> Maybe that's just something they throw in. They threw in. You know? yeah, he's like, I can't sleep. I'm like, well, duh, you're a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> you're not sleeping. Wait, that's really funny. I mean, a vampire goes, I can't sleep at night. It's like, hello. <laughs> yeah. I well, think, I guess because they sleep during the day. Because they're not daylight. Because I think, didn't Simon and his little, like, um, 
shop or like shed. He had like a boat that he would sleep up in, right? Yeah, oh, so yeah. He that. he did. You're right. They yeah. did sleep. I, I'm getting too many shows confused. We just don't see them sleep very in often. Movies. Yeah, they're, they're not big the sleepers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking about something that is awesome and fun that are not vampires, I think you guys should totally check out. If you guys want to have fun, learn and grow in all areas of your life, for those who do, have we got a podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life, from health and wellness to career and relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister you never had. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Be sure to rate and comment, and you uh, should tell Maria that it was us who got you there. Conversations with Maria podcast edition. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. They don't talk about shadow hunters, but she does talk about a lot of very fun and important life things. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, vampires are not one of them. Um, so that's why you guys are here. One thing about Raphael, I just remember when I hated him and now I'm like, oh, I kind of feel bad for him a little bit when he's like, I don't know, whenever he's on screen. I've now. always liked him. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't trust him at first for the longest time. I still don't trust him, but I like him. Yeah, I don't know why. I think he, it's I just trust his, him more. The way that he talks but, and moves mm. and like you never <laughs> he know. He is a very like uh, he's just in a very attractive person. Sexual. Like, it just you you're attracted to him. He's like a magnet. Yes, but he, he is, is asexual. Yes, he is. Which we found out last. Well, season. that's not even what I meant. I was gonna say like a sexual person, but <laughs> it was like a Freudian slip. He is supposed to be asexual, yeah. so that's something to remember. Interesting. Jason Clary, not asexual. (laughs) Not asexual. (laughs) At all. Um, So we have, you know, her Clary and her, like, angel ruin ceremony. And I'm just, I did, I as well (laughs) watch... I as well watched the season finale uh, yesterday of season two. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there is discrepancies in what happened with the angel and Jace. And so from what I understand... The clave and everybody thinks that Clary did not use the wish. Yeah, they right. think that she, the, that the angel came up and she just sent it back down and didn't that the make wish a wish. Wasn't used. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, she's like, bye. It's fine. And even Izzy said to her, uh, "You didn't wish for world peace, or you know, yeah, or no. or to end hunger. That was what struck me because I'm thinking." Oh my gosh, she really did use it in a terrible way. Like, obviously, I was like, you have to save, you have to save him. Like, you have to save Jace. You really can't let him die. But at the same time, in that moment, obviously, that's where your brain goes. But I would have never, like, I mean, Izzy made me feel bad because I was thinking, I was thinking what Clary was thinking. It was like a cringeworthy moment because you're sitting there and she's like, you didn't think about world peace or, you know, ending world hunger. And I'm sitting there going, you used it on your boyfriend. Like, we're happy you did because now we get to Ex-brother see ex-brother slash boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> but well, when I was rewatching the season two finale, I was like, "Well, why can't you just like bring every good person that died back to life? Why can't you wish that?" Yeah, can chaotic. I bring like my mom and Jace yeah. and all these other people? Like, come on, we need Jocelyn back. <laughs> I really was annoyed by that conversation between her and Izzy because Izzy and Alec are smart. Alec knows something else is going on. Oh, yeah. But I don't understand why it's not enough for them to just silently be like, 
I know what you did, but we're not going to question you about it, yeah. and you did the right thing. Like, why can't they just accept that? Because, of course, that's what happened. His ruin disappeared, his parabatai ruin. <laughs> like, he knows. Like, why does he keep on questioning her? Yeah. yeah. And at the same time, though, I think had they all been in that situation, they would have all done the same thing. There's no way that Alec would have just let the angel go back and not save Jace. Like, that just wouldn't happen. Izzy, same thing. So I just think it's really hard because obviously Clary is, and maybe that's something that they're kind of leading up for us as an audience. Maybe we're supposed to think that they're going to be so mad when they find out. But maybe they're going to be like, listen, we would have all done the the same thing as you. But I love that you brought that up because it's true. Like, they obviously know something weird is, has gone on. Yeah. You think that they would just kind of keep it under wraps because them talking about it in public, yeah. like, hey, I know something happened. Like, shh, be quiet. Like, the whole right. reason that Jace is wanting to keep this a secret is so then that way no one else finds out. And then, you know, it's not like a big deal because the clay would freak out. So I think that everyone needs to kind of just take a seat and just be like, okay, we know something happened. I've missed happened. this. Seat. You guys, I've missed this. Uh, I, I, like, <laughs> the second parabatai just, like, flew out of my mouth. I'm like, oh, man, this is my world. I'm back Aww. in. It's been so long. It's season two for now. I mean, it's been a really long time, you guys. I was honestly nervous because we usually do it a day after or so mm-hmm. or a couple days after, and I just watched it right before, mm-hmm. obviously. So, yeah, there's so much going on, but... I love you all. And Allie, honestly, is one of my best friends. And yeah. she's great friends with Dakota yes. and Becca. So this is so much fun I for know, us. I know. It's like having, like, an extra sister. On yeah. The oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. I, I, I hope you guys like her. <laughs> These two were, were cray-cray before we <laughs> okay. live. Let's talk about I love the um, weapon that Ooh. Clary, the weapons. Uh, weapons. Now, I don't know if you were. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you if you were picking a weapon, like your signature weapon, it's already enough to have to carry a weapon around with you everywhere. Homegirl grabs two weapons. Like, how, where are you going to store these? Like, at least you know, have a whip on your side. Cool. Sword on your side. Cool. But two, I'm like, okay. Your back pocket. I mean, they don't. The, the swords, you didn't choose the swords. The swords chose, chose you. I was like, Why was I so crying true. during that? I was like waiting for them to say that. I was like saying the words as you said it because I knew it was Allie coming. was like, that happened to me once when I was p- picking up a butter knife. And yeah. I was like, cool. <laughs> I did not say that. Um, no, but I, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed, to be honest, because I was like, I was expecting something really cool and fun and like Clary. I don't feel like this screamed Clary to me. Which I think but we I guess that was out. Yeah, that was the point because she's her light. Her beam funny. is her weapon. <laughs> yeah. So we have Billie Jean Girl in the chat that says, Clary having two weapons gave me uh, an Electra vibe, which, uh, okay. uh, yeah, if you guys have seen any of that stuff, I completely agree. And I also think that Clary is a total Libra, as am I. <laughs> if you have not seen the astrological sign, the picture is someone with, like, a balance and a thing on each side. And she's just trying to figure out like who she is and she's mm-hmm. just trying to balance good and bad and yeah oh, I mean that's I, such a great point Sam thank you I thought I was totally nuts but I mean I think <laughs> I am right <laughs> I mean yeah technically she, well, right? she said she, like I think that's even, what Luke said yeah she even said that when she was picking them she's yeah. like oh you need a good balance mm-hmm. next time we see Kat which you know it'll hopefully either hopefully be soon. in Skype Via Skype or in person this season, uh, I'm going to ask her if Clary's a Libra. You should. You should. (laughs) She'd love love that. Uh, So, yeah, we get some great scenes. You know, Clace is a thing now. 
we... Which I'm loving. I know that we, like, I can't fully embrace it yet because obviously Jace is going to get ripped away from us one way or another because something's clearly going to happen with him. Well, why can't he but, just be happy? I know. Uh, because Jonathan is appearing why in his nightmare. I know. Why can't anyone just be happy? Like, I'm ready for everyone to just be happy, but then what kind of show would it be? It would just be right. like... You know, we wouldn't have any conflicts. We wouldn't be able to have episodes to watch. Yeah. So I, I get mean, the rest of That's conflict. why I was watching five episodes a night when I had work in the morning because I was like, <laughs> I was like, Clara and Chase have to end together. When will it resolve? <laughs> and then it was until like 25 episodes in. I'm like, oh, like, it oh. never happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Maybe in season seven. Well, now they are together first in Jace's dream. Terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm just going to say, and I, I feel like I'm going out on a limb by saying this because we all like love the actors mm-hmm. and we've met all of them. Uh, to me, the scene in his dream when they're hooking up <laughs> seems super, it was just very awkward to me. And it didn't seem as awkward as when Clary and Simon were hooking up. Ooh. Oh, you know hey. what? Hey. <laughs> but it could be, it was supposed to be awkward because it was his nightmare. I don't know. But I just felt like it was more natural chemistry with Clary and Simon. I thought it. I thought it like gradually got more awkward in that scene because it started off like, it started off like, oh, Hot this is a sexy scene. Yeah. And like, then by the, <laughs> by like the middle of it. It got to that awkward point, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Billie Jean, girl, you always catch my eye. You were in so many chats and all the shows I do. The Harry Potter thing. So yes, she the said, weapon chooses you. Yeah, the weapon chooses you, someone else said. And Billie Jean, girl, said also, when did Clary start walking around in her underwear? In Jace's dreams, obviously. Yeah. But then she did it at the end again. Yeah. The, the reason it might have been a little awkward is because, like, technically, Sebastian was staring at them while they were, like, doing it. So, like... Do you think maybe maybe they just well, like they didn't know thought, that in the dream? Maybe they thought someone's eyes were on them and they became a little bit more awkward. Like I'm no, just no, I think it was only because honestly we were all expecting some light beam to go off and it didn't. Because a light lot like, beam when they like when they embraced oh. and they had this like huge like oh like I think I mean that's what I was like angel singing too. Yeah, I was <laughs> waiting for this like big aha moment and I think we were all kind of let down because like. It wasn't that big embrace like. Can you imagine moment. them in bed and then all of a sudden, aha! <laughs> like a big light Not beam. aha, but that's kind of what happened. You <laughs> embrace that one time. I it just pops up for me. Like, <laughs> hello! <laughs> Anytime anyone starts hooking up and your brain just picture Ellie Nesta, aha! With light beams coming yeah, out. Yeah, there you go! <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it is fun to see them together. I think anything you wait for for so long. Mm-hmm you're probably going to be disappointed. And it's not yeah. that I was... And they didn't even really... The thing is, is that I'm not exactly sure how much time has passed between last season and this season. And I felt as though something happened that we didn't know. Like, them saying to each other, we're going to be together. Because, yeah, she saved his life with the angel. And, and we didn't see them be like, I love you. Oh, let's embrace. It was, you know, more now they're together. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll they, see about they that. they kissed, but we didn't see much after that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we gotta move on. We only have a little bit left. Uh, of course, it's Lilith, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh we're, we're doing the Lilith uh, thing. Uh, so yeah. Uh, nope. <laughs> okay. So I. This is something again. I, I am maybe perhaps a bit confused on. So Lilith. It's Jonathan. Or is it Sebastian? It because Sebastian was the guy whose body I think the demon took over. Yes. And mm-hmm. right. And yeah. so now it's hopping into other. Mm-hmm men's bodies. Yes. And so it's essentially the... It's, no. It it's that. the demon. Because that's kind of... that. 
That was what even came, I think, even out of Jonathan, too, right? Because it was the demon that was, that he was a demon. But it was Sebastian that was Jonathan. Um, you know what? Forgive Jonathan us. was inside Side Sebastian. Yeah. Jonathan. So this is Jonathan. <laughs> this is Jonathan. Okay. Uh, you know what? Forgive us, guys. It's I, I'm honestly extremely confused by this oh. entire body hop situation. I think Jonathan is the, I'm demon? not sure, the one at the end. When Lilith is like, hey, my boy. Yeah. This is what I think. Yeah. I think Jonathan was inside of Sebastian's body. Now that Sebastian is quote unquote possibly dead, we're not sure. He, the Jonathan was transported into that black demon and is being controlled by his mother, who is Lilith. And he keeps kind of body hopping until he finds a new permanent host well, for the time being. I, that scene, I think, was very telling of her in the hospital looking at all the newborns, talking to that random man. And wait. Okay, Tim. I'm actually connecting this now. Okay, all right, here we go. Uh, that random man was uh, Tim. Tim Dempsey, who ends up being the one that uh, we're going to get into Luke next, but that they ended up chasing because he kills his wife and a demon is taken over by him. So she, it seems like she couldn't ever physically have a child, mm -hmm. and so then she takes people's bodies, you know, and puts this demon in them in some way. But then she said something along the lines of there's 30 or 33 more. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Once uh, once Tim or, you know, dies. But it's very confusing. And I don't know if this is in the books, which is one of the joys of watching this kind of clean up. What is it? What does it say? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, well, let us know. We're still going to read all of these comments and everything. And this is our first episode back, and it's been a while jumping back into this world, and I feel I, really guilty for not getting it. I no, I'm going to, I got to catch up on the, I got to start reading my book. I got it from the library. Yeah. I got to start reading so I can know these fun facts for you guys. Yes. I was. You know, I, I really, we need a book reader on here, but I've mm -hmm. been, you know, I've been happy kind of going into this clear because this is a different medium of a show. It's, yeah. There's so many people that watch this that never read the books, and so, so they're true. spelling it out for us, and they're changing things for us, but we definitely, you know, do your homework, Allie. <laughs> uh, let's get into Ollie and Luke, lastly. Okay. So, I just want to say, until I remembered and had, a like, a revelation that obviously Ollie has a girlfriend, I was totally getting Luke and Ollie vibes with I still anybody am. else. Okay. Yeah, she looks no, like I Jocelyn. Too. Yeah, yeah she, does. she does. I have a feeling like this could actually happen because they're going to bond over the fact that they both know some sort of mythological life exists. Like, they're mm -hmm. going to bond over that. That's true. Yeah. I see in romance. I think I, I think she could definitely be bi. I, I think there's definitely <laughs> chemistry between them. And I, I think that just the fact that she was attacked by a werewolf like four or four and a half years ago, yeah. it kind of made Luke realize, like, mm, I'm going to try to keep the secret as long as I can, but he found out that he had to go ahead and tell her. Well, yeah. and I'm excited about this because I was really frustrated last season because I'm like, what are you going to do? What is on your agenda? Why are you like creeping around trying to figure out what Luke's into? And that, I thought she was going to be the total opposite, kind of uh, like a narc and mm -hmm. tell, the, tell on him and that was just going to be frustrating and mm -hmm. just like get her out of the way. But now I'm kind of interested to see where this relationship's going to go. Mm. I agree, and I, I really do think she looks a lot like Jocelyn. I mean, there are a lot of things about this show, which is why we love it. One of the reasons it's cheesy and it's a little bit on the nose. So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's like... I would ship them. 
Yeah. And we are used to sexually fluid characters. I mean, you know, we have Magnus who has been with all kinds of people Mm -hmm. throughout his entire existence. And, you know, he has his relationship with Alec now, but he has had his relationship with Camille, remember, back Mm -hmm. in the day? Like, so many different people. So I think it's 100% possible. Um, You know, I love that Clary came to the rescue for her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought that was really nice. And now she's kind of in... She's in the club, Ollie. I like her. Yeah, she's totally in, and obviously Clary's kind of realizing who she is now that she's aware. She's in the field, you know, so she's going to be another set of eyes, kind of an extra person to help them solve whatever this craziness of these new demons are about. Mm. Clary, I was so proud of her in that last scene, and just have to say... I was like, yes, you go, girl. Well, she did so many cool things this episode. When she slid <laughs> under the demon uh, and just with her <laughs> knife and just sliced him. It was so cool. Yeah. It was really cool. I did love how her angelic rune is going to be her weapon because, mm-hmm. let's be honest, like I wouldn't want to hold something. So I <laughs> love, like, I'm, I get nervous. So, like, I love that she has it inside of her and she yeah. just, you know, I love that. I was yeah. like, I would, that's me. Yeah, yeah that would probably <laughs> hit me, me too because I'm clumsy. <laughs> I just like that she can just, it's the, it's the power of the palm. Yeah. The palm. Sorry. I thought you were going to be like the paw. I'm like, okay, the paw. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, notes, so many notes, uh, let's get into some predictions. Mm. This could be nasty. I feel like I just and now, you're after Okay, I'm totally saying that Ollie and Luke are going to become a thing. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, what was the thing I said earlier that I think was kind of a, I don't know. I said something. I can't remember. Um, (laughs) That helps. That helps a lot. She said something. um, um, Obviously, I think the Steely Queen has some sort of, oh, that's what it was, the eye. I think she basically planted a a third eye onto Simon to kind of have an extra eye on what's happening on the upper world, and he needs to know, she needs to know who from the downworlders is working with her slash against her, and she kind of wants to be in control of that, so I think that's what Simon's purpose was. Mm -hmm. And obviously there's way more to his storyline because the Steely Queen said that, like, darkness will follow. Definitely. that's kind of, I'm holding, I'm going to stick with that for right now, just because I need to see what's going on more with the whole Clary and Jace thing. I don't really know what's going on with Jace, but I want to save that for a prediction where I actually can tell you yeah. what I think. I would say really quickly, I think that um, that Jace is going to be outed for, you know, Clary using the wish on him, that Alex is going to find out, that it might go to the clave, that's going to be very messy. Um, but we're also going to get to know more about why Jace is struggling so much. Because in the season two finale, we saw that he was like shaking and convulsing onto the ground. Something's wrong with him. He was brought back to life, but there's still something not quite right there that we'll find out. Well, okay, my big prediction, because I'm, I saw a comment in here earlier, is I think Izzy and the doctor person. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. There's... Yeah, they're super cute. And uh, Dark Fun in the chat, 25, and saying, that's not an eye, it's the mark of Cain. Oh. Another book uh, reference. Thank you. I, I'm curious, you know, if, yeah, again, please let us know in the comments if this is something that happened in the books, that Simon got captured, you know, by the uh, Seelies and all of that, and if this is exactly what happened. Because, in all honesty, there's been so many things we know that have happened that were not exact in the books mm-hmm. at all. In fact, they might not have even ever happened in the books. Um, so I think we are definitely going to see some changes continue with the consistency between the books and the show. 
And I think that Luke and Ollie are perhaps going to have a relationship. And I, okay, I had a really good one. What was it? It was, oh, that uh, Alec and Magnus are going to be maybe happy for a little bit, but Mm -hmm. then maybe it's going to be Magnus that is drawn back into the world of warlocks and leaves Alec instead of Alec leaving for Idris, which is what he was going to do. Um... It scares no. me anytime anyone is happy in this show. Right? Like something <laughs> must go wrong. You know? Uh, not allowed to be happy. That is it for this episode. We have a lot of fun in store for you all for the rest of the season. As most of you probably know, the cast members are shooting in Toronto right now for season 3B. We'll get a lot of them over Skype. We think have a guest next week that we're going to get via Skype. So stay tuned on Twitter for that. But other than all that, where can everyone find you on social media? You guys can find me on Twitter at Ellie Nastin, on Instagram at Ellie Girl. And guys, if you want to support your hashtag Malik, love them so much, please tune in to Do You Ship in about like 10 minutes and we are going to fight it out to see who is the best TV couple. Ooh, I love that. You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Y'all follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B Talks TV. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. We love you. We're so excited to be back, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Buzz. 